guys and gals, and welcome back to the We Love Horror Podcast, the podcast where we talk about everything and anything horror. I'm Michael, and today I'm once again joined by my dear friend and special guest, Frank. Why don't you introduce yourself again? Hey, guys. <laughs> welcome back to the podcast. Uh, you were on the Jeepers Creepers episode, so um, yeah, he's back to do Jeepers Creepers too. So today we're going to talk about uh, Victor Salva's mm, semi okay sequel. so controversial yeah con- uh, yeah semi-okay controversial uh sequel to jeepers creepers that came out in 2003 um but before we get into that i'm gonna do you know my shout outs my normal thing that i do so first and foremost podcast on elm street my guys in canada uh they're really awesome so um i don't know if you've listened to them have you frank or am i the only one that you still listen to yeah, you're the only one. <laughs> okay, but yeah, they just uh, they released an episode uh, yesterday with Daniel from the Creepy Crap Podcast, the one that I just released my episode with. So yeah, that's really entertaining, really fun. Um, those guys are awesome. And uh, yeah, they've, as I've said before in all my other episodes, they've supported me from the first, from the get-go. So yeah, shout out to them. They're awesome. Everyone go check them out. And then... The next one I'm going to shout out is Daniel from the Creepy Crap Podcast. His podcast is, you know, in Australia, and he just talks about really shitty horror movies. So stuff is really good, and yeah. Is it um, about Australian movies? No, just about any movies in general, really. So he is in Australia? Or... Yeah. No. So he flew all the way over here? <laughs> no, we did it over Zoom. We Whoa. did our episode over Zoom. So, like, it was basically like a Skype session. Basically like a Skype session, only better, like, connection so oh wow yeah so that was fun um but yeah he uh yeah he just talks about shitty horror movies and all that stuff so everyone go check out daniel he's a really awesome guy and a really good friend too because we probably talk god almost every day like we talk a lot so um i'm actually i actually just sent him a script that i'm writing and he's gonna read it and tell me what he thinks the same one that i'm letting you read right now awesome yeah so uh yeah besides that uh it's a horror podcast they're really awesome as well um they're still doing their director series episodes so those are pretty good i'm really enjoying listening to those and uh yeah they're really awesome and then my last shout out is going to be porcelain peak uh they're really cool they just as i said in the previous episode they just wrapped up their um camp porcelain peak episodes so kind of sad because those episodes were kind of more just like a summer thing so uh they did tell me that they're probably going to come back next summer with more episodes so looking forward to that but uh their author their other content is just as great as well so yeah so check them out but uh other than that other than shout outs go i do want to talk about real quick frank before we get into it i'm really excited because i just got over a hundred or over a hundred over a thousand plays uh total plays on my podcast so far so and not to mention the podcast just hit its six month uh milestone so that's exciting for me that's a really big like accomplishment in my in my book at least uh just because this podcast has gone through a lot of shit so a lot of up and ups and downs so it's nice to see like it come as far as it's come so that's just life michael true yeah but i couldn't have done it without all the love and support from you guys so frank included so thank you thank you everybody so Without further ado, let's get into Jeepers Creepers 2, shall we? Yeah, let's do it. So, um, yeah, it was directed by Victor Salva. Um, 
originally I read that the original plot of this film was going to be uh, Trish and... And the uh, psychic lady. Yeah, uh, Giselle yeah. hunting down the creeper, but he decided that... Well, and then the school bus thing was going to just be kind of like a little side plot. And then he decided that he liked the school bus thing way more, so he scrapped the whole Trish and uh, Giselle idea, which... I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. I think it will probably. I think it may have been better if it would have had Trish in it in the second one, just because it would have been an interesting like storyline of her hunting down the creeper because of what happened to her brother. I just think it would have been more interesting. But then I also see why it would be hard to like see where the story goes from there. Yeah, I guess. But um, yeah. But yeah, basically, Jeepers Creepers two is about a bunch of uh, kids coming back f- or driving back from like a basketball game is yeah it, do they yeah a basketball game and uh their bus breaks down on the side of the road and then basically doesn't really get broken down it gets well yeah that's true it gets yeah not once but twice <laughs> but uh yeah so um and basically the pick the creeper basically starts picking them all off one by one so yeah yeah so i guess get into the opening scene so the opening scene it comes up with like the every 23rd spring for 23 days it gets to eat and then it like fades into like the cornfield like the cornfield scene which the first thing i noticed was the color grading in this scene is really jarring to me no yeah it's way too i I noticed that too (laughs) like i'm like you can tell they put a filter on it it's just way too yellow like every the colors are way too intense for me i was just like yeah well i was just thinking if it's the same state as was you know yeah Barry, when yeah he was killed maybe i'm guessing it was but you know there's a lot of cornfields how big can the state be you know for this thing to actually fly around and <sighs> i don't people? know i mean that highway is pretty long so what, what was it highway six no highway nine highway East nine, nine. Mm-hmm. all right okay yeah but yeah no i just i just noticed like when i watched it um a couple days ago I noticed that it was like I was like ugh it's way too like yellow like the color is just way too jarring for me but uh it basically like opens up with um this family at a farm and this kid's like hanging up scarecrows yeah and his dad is yelling at him telling yeah. him to hurry up and he kind of you know looks back and says any any good these scarecrows are gonna do you know, cause, <laughs> right yeah because he looks over and he sees like all the scarecrows so he's putting up the third one I think right yeah so it's the one the furthest away from like where you know the creeper is at the first one and then there's the middle one and there's the one he's working on Mm -hmm. and he's just you know tie him up and you know he notices the creeper staring at him and then he just glances at him and creeper just acts like he's still a scarecrow yeah because like if there's like a shot of him like looking over and the creeper's looking at him but then he like turns his head back and this is like I really I really do like this opening scene. I think it's really effective because it's like I remember the first time I watched the scene, I was like, "Oh god," cuz you know it's the creeper. Like you can tell like even before that whole scene like plus the audible music for, you know, the terror scene coming up cuz it gives you a hint of what's about to happen. Yeah. So then he like uh the kid Billy, he gets down off like the cuz he's at the middle scarecrow when he starts or when he notices that the creeper is like not a scarecrow and so he starts walking up to it and then he sees like that the creeper's got like the talons on his feet like the big long claws and then his feet move yeah it's it's just uh everyone i'm pretty sure i mean i was thinking this even my kids were thinking it when 
you know, we were watching it. It's like, what is he doing? Why is he running away? You know, but he wasn't sure what was going on. He, I mean, he saw this scarecrow and he he knew. Oh, yeah. He knew that it wasn't a scarecrow, but he still was like, hmm, I'm going to woke up to it. Well, hmm. <laughs> Bad choice, Billy. Bad <laughs> that didn't work choice. out for you, did it? Nope. <laughs> so, yeah, he, like, walks up to it. And then um, once he realizes that the scarecrow isn't a scarecrow, that's not my scarecrow. And I love how it's kind of like a reference to the first movie. So it's like um, kind of, I guess, a more um, more so a rehashing of the first. Crazy um, cat lady. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so and that's not like the first kind of like little subtle hint to the first movie that this uh, film makes. But um, so then he like starts running and you see like the creeper just like shoot off of the. Uh, scarecrow pose thing and he like you can see his like shadow like flying is like because it's like an overhead shot of him like running through the cornfield yeah and then all of a sudden he like dives down and like tackles the little kid Does he, doesn't he start calling for his dad yeah he starts calling for his dad but his brother's like underneath the car like not even paying attention well and i also wanted to mention that his dad is um working on like a thing of machinery because that'll come into play later um that's the only reason I'm bringing it up is it's like the post pusher or something like that. Yeah. So he's like trying to like do something. And, um, so I think he went in the house to get something to fix it or something like that. And he comes back out with the dad comes out out, back out with a gun shotgun. Yeah. And then he sees like Billy getting dragged through the cornfield by the hair, by like the creeper. Well, first they were like, what's going on? And the dog's barking. He, the dog was way barking before this. And oh, that's right, yeah. So when the creeper finally jumps out and snatches the little Billy, uh, the older brother notices and starts, you know, calling his brother. And the dad comes out with the shotgun looking on the cornfield. You know, everyone's reaction is, why aren't you running into the cornfield? Because they're, <laughs> well, they're kind of confused about what's going on. And yeah. Of course, all of a sudden, then you see or you hear Billy screaming and you see the creeper running with him just dragging him by his uh, hair or his I think neck it's his hair yeah his hair oof it's got to be painful i know and so they're like trying to like catch up to him like he's like chasing after him and then all of a sudden just the creeper just flies up above them i yeah. think you hear him like you see him like fly off into like the sunset or whatever and well be- before that there were, he was running with them you know so the, yeah. the dad and the older brother were chasing him even the dog and the um the kid the actor what's his name i don't i forgot his name but he was you know, doing a good job, you know, oh, yeah. acting his, uh, like, fear voice. Terrified. Uh, terrified, you know, this thing is, he's calling for his dad, and, you know, this this scene um, strung the audience along, there was a little bit of hope that they were going to get a, um, the little boy back, but nope, once uh, the creeper jumped off and the wings came out, yeah. and he just flew, like, I would say, three football fields away already, <laughs> yeah, into the already, sun. He's yeah, gone. he's gone. Yeah. And the faces on the brother and the dad are just, oh. They're what like, just what happened? the fuck just happened? Yeah. Where's my son? Where's my brother? What was going on? And the dog, you can hear him just like, you know, kind of sad, you know, like, oh, he's gone. Yeah. And then it like transitions from like, cause it like closes in, it does like a close in shot of like the dad as yeah. he's like standing there watching in shock. And then you kind of hear like, you start to hear like all like the football players like chanting. I don't remember exactly what they're chanting, but they're chanting like the school fight song or whatever. And then it like transitions into like a shot of like the bus driving down the road. And then you get like a shot of like all the football player and the the one thing I noticed basketball players basketball, basketball players. players sorry the one thing I noticed about this movie that I thought was funny is that there's literally three cheerleaders it's like what school do you go to that there's three cheerleaders that go to this basketball can you imagine like my cheer like at my high school there were like 15, 20 cheerleaders in one freaking thing and there's like three girls on this bus so it's like 
Okay. You must have gone to a small school or something. What was your high school mascot? The bulldog. Oh, mine was the pirate. Nice. Yeah. Well, anyways, um, pretty sure small schools have smaller people. So mm-hmm. this is a countryside, somewhere in the countryside. So, you know, not that many people live there. So I'm guessing, you know, that's why. That's true. True. And um, I love that they, I think it's like Bannon High School. So it's the same high school that Derry went to because like that's the shirt he's wearing in the first movie. Because they're saying like Bannon, Bannon something. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're chanting something. And that's when you see that car with the big ass roach on the top. Yeah, the, driving the ex- by, and they get there like their banner and ping up to the side. I'm like, all right, guys, come on, we get it. You guys won the cha- the state championship, you know? Yeah, we get it. We get it. It's all it's all good. Yeah, and then you kind of get introduced to like a few. It's like really the thing about this movie is that. What I will say about the first one that did significantly better than the second one is their character development, but I have to give the director somewhat of a break here because in the first one there were only two characters, so it's like a lot easier to create like a good sense of character development when there's only two characters, not when there's like 15 or 16 other people that you have to like, you know, because if you were to, I guess, make every character a character, it would take, the movie would be like five hours long, so... You know, you kind of have to pick and choose which characters you decide the story. You decide to make the story follow, for the most of the movie. So, like, basically, the cheerleaders are kind of talking amongst themselves, and she's at one of them's asking like the other one, "Why aren't you going and sitting next to uh, your boyfriend?" Because it's like the one guy that's sitting in the very back by himself, and he just looks like completely miserable. Scott. Scott, that's his name. Yeah, and they're like, <laughs> they're like. They're talking about how, like, when they win the game, he acts like this, but when they don't win the game, he... He, he was, um... Actually, they emphasized on that on later on to the movie, but yeah. uh, he was pretty pissed that uh, he only played 12 minutes into the game. Yeah, yeah. And they get, like, they have, like, a conversation a little bit later on about that, and he... It's kind of like the director kind of made this, like, kind of a little bit of, like, a, a racial tug-of-war type thing between, like, the black characters and the the Scott guy, because it's, like, later on in the film, like, you can kind of tell that there's, like, tension between them, and it's kind of, like, a racial thing. Not to mention there's a lot of, like, homosexual, like, uh, what's the word? Hate in this movie, too, because there's, like, right after the scene where they're driving on the road, they, like, that's the first time that they, um, get broken down on the side of the road, because the tire blows out. Yeah. So they all get out of the bus... And they go to the, or they go to the side of the bus, and then they see that there's like this weird looking. It looked like a ninja star to me. That's what it, it reminded it, me of. Yeah, it was a ninja star, but it was made out of bone, ivory. They said they even mentioned it in the movie. But uh, on the other side, when they flip it over, it had a human tooth on it, and that's when they all got freaked out. He's like, the oh adults, god, the bus driver and the two coaches. Yeah, they get freaked out because, so you know, something gets thrown to the bus, it doesn't break down. Yeah, something gets that ninja star gets thrown to the the tire and when they stop to see what happened the adults find that bone ninja star on the other side had a human tooth on it. that's when they start freaking out yeah so then they started like uh getting back in the bus all the students or oh well first before the um when the abs they're like looking at the um tooth or whatever the thing that like got thrown through the tire the other kids are in the car or in the bus listening to the radio and the radio, like, is talking about how the church, like, they're finding bodies down there that, like, are hundreds of years old because some of the corpses have, like, wooden teeth. So, like, it really kind of emphasizes in how, like, how long, long this, this creature's thing, yeah. been around. Yeah. So. And then it already says, already, you can tell that the kids already knew about it. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. And then. Um, so this is this pretty much takes place a few days after Derry. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, I'm pretty sure it took. It was supposed to take place like the day after. Like this is supposed to take place the second or the right the next the very next day. Like I don't know. Um, but then. Oh, and then it cuts back to like the boy, like all the guys on top of the freaking bus, like sun tanning. Oh yeah. And then a whole bunch of them go out to like take a piss, and they're all just like talking while they're like peeing. And this you never is kinda... done that before? No, I don't <laughs> pee in front of people. I had a really, I had a really um, bad moment like when I was in a public restroom once, when like I went to a restaurant with my family, and I was only like six or seven years old and the bathroom didn't have a lock on it and it was one of those bathrooms that only has one toilet so it was like toilet and a sink so this guy walks in while i'm peeing and instead of just leaving he like starts washing his hands as i'm peeing and then he's like looking at me and it was just a really scary like for a six or seven years old seven year old it really scarred me for life so since then i can't pee in public restrooms like next to people unless like there's like a wall between me and that person i don't know it's just a weird thing if that was me i would have pointed my thing at him pissed on his leg <laughs> yeah so <laughs> luckily nothing happened further than that but like it was just creepy because he like i look over at him and he's just looking at me and i'm like can i help you like i don't know but anyway yeah so that's why I wouldn't be able to pee in front of other people. So there was a scene where there was like at least four of them, right? And they were talking to each other where they were taking a piss. Yeah. And, you know, guys do that. You know, growing up, I did that. Me and my older brother used to pee in front of each other. But anyways, they're talking about what? Easy. What's his name? Mm-hmm. Easy? Mm-hmm. He's the one that you said is... Uh, Supposedly gay. Like, I don't know if he ever like... No, no. It was, it. it was never mentioned in the movie. If he was, he doesn't even confirm it. But he was kind of, uh, you know the one that they talk about at school like he's yeah like, but he wasn't you know he wasn't saying no he wasn't saying yeah he just you know didn't really care didn't yeah really care you know because one of like the uh cocky jocks is like do you know what they they you know what they call you at school don't you isn't he like is he or isn't he like so basically there's a lot of um there's a lot of like racial slash homosexual like stuff in this movie that's like very i don't know he doesn't the director doesn't go too far into explaining like that whole thing but i mean it's definitely obviously prevalent but yeah so they're like all peeing and then it cuts to like the girls smoking like the, the three cheerleaders are like smoking by a tree yeah the coach that catches him <laughs> and he starts asking him like or interrogating him like Eat lady smoking or you know he starts asking there's no dumb girl in the world that's gonna put a cancer stick and they're just shaking their heads not even opening them in their mouths because they have smoke inside of them and once he turns his back and walks away they all just blow that smoke out and then the fucking bus driver lady walks up behind him too and has a cigarette yeah (laughs) oh man yeah so um once they all get back on the well then the the cuts back to the guys again while they're peeing and so like the one guy is definitely me in that situation because he's like i can't pee in front of these people so as soon as they all walk away he starts peeing but then you see like the creepers like shadow like of his like his facial expression was so oh my god it was so ridiculous he's just taking a pace and he looks like he's just like ah like enjoying himself Mm -hmm. like who does that i don't do that but anyways you you could tell you see the shadow you Mm -hmm. know going over the first time he doesn't notice right well, no, he does the first time because then does. he puts his hand up to the sun because he's like, what was that? I, I like that, how they did that. He's uh, looking up in the sun. You can see the direct camera view of his hand yeah. in the sun and it cuts back to him do, actually doing that. So I like I like how they did that. But anyways, you can tell how hot it is that day and too. And he's still going and all of a sudden, you know, he puts his hand down and 
it does it twice, right? The yeah, it does it twice. twice. Mm-hmm. So the second time, you know, he does his hand there. After he puts it away and starts walking, that's when you get the jump scare. <laughs> that's when you get all the birds that yeah. pop out of nowhere. Pigeons. Mm-hmm. And he Pigeons. starts screaming, and then everyone on the bus is laughing at him. And then once they all get back on the bus, I think that's when the bus driver's like, we can probably just uh, limp this home if we drive real slow. I wonder, I wonder how they did that scene. I mean, it's hard to have pigeons just stand still like that for a scene to just right pop scary. It well, was I, were the clapping pigeons, or do you know anything about that? Well, I know that in the first one, specifically, like with the scene where they're getting chased by the truck the second time, and then Derry decides to turn into the field and like drive into the field, and then those those birds fly up in front of the car. Uh, they had people like laying in the grass with like crates of the birds, and then they just released the birds as soon as the car got there. So maybe that's what they did in the second one too. Maybe they did the exact that was same a little thing. too close. Maybe it was CGI. I don't know. It could have been. Yeah. Um, that's all I know from the first one is that's how they did the whole like bird effect in the first movie. But I was like, maybe they did the same thing for this one, but yeah. So then the bus driver's basically like, well, we could probably just, we have five other wheels. We can probably just limp home if we drive real slow. So then they get back on the road again. And then I think it cuts back to the farm. Like it cuts back to the, cause I have in my notes, it cuts back to the farm and that's when the brother and the father are building like the huge like harpoon gun to kill the creeper with yeah. later on. And then after that, it cuts back to the bus. And then this is when we get the scene of what you were talking about with like why he's pissed off about the game thing. I think you missed a certain part too. But it cuts back to the dad sitting on the chair. And um, it cuts back to the brother actually looking in the field. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. With okay. the dog. Mm-hmm. He's looking in the field with the dog, and he finds something. He finds a knife. That knife made out of ivory, but it has um, a drawings on it, like souls. But it has on, on the other side, it has the actual creeper and, like, a person, like, frightened of the creeper. Yeah, Just yeah. And I actually had that written on my notes, so. Gosh damn it. <laughs> hey, your cat, your, uh, like, right here I have. Yeah. Yeah. And he takes it to his dad and says, Pa, look. And they see the knife. And this is, this is um, I don't, I don't want to talk about the third movie. But in the third movie, they kind of, like, emphasize more of his weapons have, like, mm-hmm. their own mind. But anyways, in the second part, you see the knife. The dad's looking at the knife. He's looking at the drawings. And he's, he's literally like, what the hell am I looking at? And all of a sudden, he turns it around and starts looking at the other side. And he notices the creature. And just, like, flies off. And it flies hand. off. It flies out. It flings off. And it hits uh, the lamp. Yeah. And I was like, whoa, what the hell? Did he press the button? I honestly thought there was a button on it. Yeah. But yeah, well, anyways, and then it cuts to them either building the harpoon, like you said. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so then they're, yeah, then they're building, like, the harpoon gun, and then it cuts back to the bus, and this is, like, by the time it's, like, nighttime now. So now they're driving, and then this is when it gets to the scene where um, Scott's girlfriend is sitting next to him, and she's like, why are you acting like this? And he's like... I only got to play 12... Like, he's bitching about only getting to play 12 minutes in the game. He's like, I'm pissed because... Um, they he, he says that some of these guys, some of these losers... Mm-hmm. But he's the reason why they went to the state championship. Exactly. He's the reason why. And he starts saying that the coach has it out for him. Yeah. And that's when um, Double D, his mm-hmm. name, he starts looking at him. And he kind of like says, who the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> and uh, he just looks back and just looks down and you know doesn't want to deal with it because he was already sleeping but yeah that's when he started noticing like hey there's something wrong with this character is he 
piss. He's racist. What's going on with him? You know, it's kind of just an overall douchebag because yeah. because the, as the movie goes on, you kind of see his true colors kind of come to the surface, and he's not a very he's not a very upstanding guy by any means. Let's just say it that way. Let's just put it that way. But then it um, but then it cuts to Minxy, and she's like asleep. And then all of a sudden, like, I notice how bad, I mean, this is like mid 2000, this is like early 2000s. So like, I'm not going to be too harsh on like the transition, but like the transition to the dream scene is pretty rough. Like it's, it doesn't look very good, but anyway, she like wakes up and it's like her still on the bus, but like it's during the day. And then she sees like Derry standing on the side of the road with like the Bannon shirt and he's and like, he's pointing yeah. back. He's pointing back. He's, he's just pointing back. It's still, he's just, he looks normal. Yeah. Yeah. And then keeps going, and then you see him again, still pointing back, right? But the, yeah, but this time he's like, you can't hear what he's saying, but you can tell he's like, go back, like yeah, don't, you can tell. yeah. And then all of a sudden it just like jump cuts to like Billy, and Billy's like completely like his head is split open, and he's bleeding, and he's doing the same thing Derry's doing. So it keeps like flashing back between the two of them, and then all of a sudden like Minxie looks into the field, and you can see like the creeper running along the the bus, like he's like running really fast, and then all of a sudden he just hucks one of like the one of his ninja stars. I'm just gonna call it a ninja <laughs> you just, star. Just call it ninja stars. Yeah, that is, that is the best way to describe it. But it's made, <laughs> made out of human bone or whatever. Yeah. So he like throws it, and then all of a sudden, like the bu- the other tire on the bus just like blows out. So yeah, she she's dreaming this, and while he's throwing the ninja star, all of a sudden it cuts to the real life world, and then she happens. Mm-hmm. Like as she was, you know, what do you call it? As she's a. Uh, median or you know psychic psychic so yeah. she kind of so it's almost kind of a reference to Giselle too because that because like there's um I don't want to like go f- too far ahead but like there's a scene like later on where she kind of explains the creeper's motives similar to the scene with Giselle but I'll get into that a little bit later but like yeah so she wakes up just as the creeper throws the ninja star into the other tire so then the tires like or the the bus, the bus lady the is like oh crap and all of a sudden <laughs> you see the sparks flying off the bus and it cuts to a view of the bus actually but both tires blown out by this time the bus lady's like what is she what is she says what oh that's uh, that's the second tire she already immediately knew it was like the second tire. I don't know how she knew but I'm guessing you know it must have been the second tire <laughs> yeah anyways they stop. The, the adults talk the coaches talk we had to bust out the flares and one of the coaches looks inside the box and says is that a flare gun and she's <laughs> like hey that inside this box has saved my ass more than once yeah and that's when they <laughs> took out the flares outside and the flare room was left in there that's plays an important part later on but anyways mm-hmm. they start putting the flares up and they actually look at the tire and again they pull out that ninja star not yeah. the same one but another one and they're looking at it like, who, what is going on? They're like thinking to themselves, someone's doing this mm-hmm. to us. And they flip it over and there's an Easter egg right there. Yeah. Guess whose belly button that is, was? It's Derry's, isn't it's it? It's Derry's. That's it's what Rose. I thought because I was like, because I was like, it has the tattoo, but I was like, I can't tell if that was the, nope. fl- I had to look back and make sure because I was like, I was even going to write that in that, my notes. I was going to say Derry's belly button question mark because it has the tattoo. But yeah, I looked back and I was like, okay, yeah, it is Derry's. And she's like, oh my God, does that have a belly button on it? Yeah. My wife was watching this with me earlier and she was like, is that Derry's belly button? And she's like, you the fr- this is your first time noticing that? And she's like, I didn't never notice. I'm like, yeah, that is his belly button. That's, yeah. He made a ninja star out of it. I didn't say that to her then, but I should have said that. But yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, there well, he's in part two, mm-hmm. more than ways than one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Pieces of him, anyway. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, well, then before that, before they find, like, the second ninja star, there's, like, a car that, like, is driving on the opposite side. So the, the coach, like, flags him down and is like, will you let any, like, will you let the police or, like, let the highway patrol guys know that we're broken down? And I noticed that on the bunker bumper sticker of the car, it says... I'm not a complete idiot. Some, Some parts, parts are, are missing. missing. So it's like yeah. basically referencing to Giselle when she's like, there are parts missing sometimes. I just like the little like references to the first movie. They're just kind of subtle. I, I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yeah. You're right. That's good. That's, yeah, I like how he's doing that. Not, not mm-hmm. to give Victor Selva any credit. I mean, he's a convicted uh, pedophile. Sex offender. Yeah. No, pedophile. Pedophile, sex offender. Same. I'm not sure what he did. I didn't even look into it, but uh, yeah, I mean, all the controversies going on with Jeepers Creepers 2, mm-hmm. you know, part 3. I even mean, heard, like, a part 4 was going to come out. But anyways. Yeah. Is, is uh... I don't want to give the guy any credit, but the actors in the movie, mm-hmm. all everyone that produced this movie, everyone that helped with the acting and the stunt coordinators, all the, everything, they deserve some credit. Yeah. Which is why we're doing this. I mean, I don't like the guy, but he made a pretty good horror movie. Exactly. Like, like I said... Sometimes I think it's okay to separate the art from the artist. Like, there are certain situations where it's not. Like, where I wouldn't, like, buy a specific thing from somebody if they were... Like, for example, like, if there was, like, a band person that I... Or, like, if there's someone in a band that I liked and I found out some stuff about, I would never buy their merch. Like, I would never, like, support them, you know? But I think it's... I mean... You know, there are so many other people like hard work that went into making these movies, and I feel like those people need to be the ones that we recognize, yeah. you know? Exactly. I mean, so. I, what I would suggest or if, keep the franchise going is for Victor Selva to sell the rights mm-hmm. to whatever company. But I, I mean, I, his uh, his name is still going to pop up, of Unfortunately. course. Unfortunately. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's still a good franchise. It's still a good horror movie. Yeah. I would like to steal part four, to be honest. Prequel or, you know, a fourth installment after. Oh, for sure. And 23 years later, maybe. I, I don't know. I mean, something. It's just... Well, I know that the original... Exactly. Like, I know that the original um, plot of the third movie was going to have Trish in it, and it was supposed to be, like, 23 years later, and the Creeper was coming back to... um, Because her son was having, like, nightmares about him. And then it was supposed to be, like, the Creeper, like, is hunting her son now, and so she has to protect her son, and blah 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 Like, it sounded like a really good plot and all that, but, like, with the controversy, it just didn't... I don't know. It just... uh, I think the controversy has a lot to do with the fact that this franchise like failed the way it did i don't know i just feel like it could have been a lot better if it weren't for if he wasn't attached to it but anyway yeah so um what part are we on oh it's the part where they're talking about like the coach and the bus driver are talking and you can kind of see like the other coach in the background like, he's background. dropping the flares yeah, he had already one or two or three flares on the floor and all of a sudden he's dropping the last one and all of a sudden the creeper just Comes flies in like a bat and snatches up in the air and you can hear him like <laughs> and they're like everyone's uh, I think everyone was outside yeah right? cause they cause they had everybody get off the bus and so everyone was standing on the side of the road and this is when like the bus driver's like something's going on here like something's weird like we need to get everybody back on the and bus that's when you seen the flare just drop <laughs> in the air and yeah. everyone was like looking up like what was what just happened yeah and then and then the the bus driver's like basically like everybody get back on the bus now so like everybody gets back on the bus bucky gets on the radio i think right yeah he gets on the radio he's frantic he's just you know already he's kind of like calling out for help i think 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, like, you see the driver get taken, too. The bus lady. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The bus I, I was thinking that she was in the last, like, the longest. Her character is like, all right, they gave her an attitude. She was already smoking with the girls. <laughs> she, she has that... I don't give a damn. I don't give a fuck attitude. And all of a sudden, she's the second one to go. I'm like, what? Like, See, and I was getting really invested in her character, yeah, too. I kind of liked too. her. I liked When the... she got snatched, I was like, aw. You're like, damn. <laughs> and so, like, now there's only just, like, one adult left. And the rest are just the kids. And so, like, um, there's kind of, like, a little bit of... I guess they're asking, like, Scott what he saw. Or, no, no, no. This is after... So, the coach is, like... The other coach is standing by the door. And then, all of a sudden, like, the, the creeper, like, with his... I guess his bottom feet his foot claws yeah his foot claws like grab the coach by the shoulders and start yanking him upwards and then like he just like goes flying up in the air and then they asked Scotty like what he saw and he was like it was it was something something with wings he, like, he, big wings. he replied what did you see because he was in disbelief still and then the coach is asking what did you see and then Scott starts asking yeah what did you see she flew away and oh, Scott yeah. was like People just don't fly away. <laughs> the coach is just like looking at him, like, like what's going on? And all of a sudden, um, that's when Scott and the coach start having mm-hmm. that uh, that little fight, heated discussion, the little fight about you know staying inside the bus. He's like, "Do you have a problem with me?" He's like, "Do you have a problem with me?" Because he's oh, he's still yeah, he's yeah, still yeah. kind of mad mm-hmm. about what happened on the game yeah. with the twelve points, even though people are getting blown away by the creeper monster <laughs> but uh, they don't know that yet yeah so they started uh you know arguing a little bit more and he, the coach starts telling him this is not the time for it yeah i, I think this is about the time when the creeper you see the creeper's feet attached Grab to his it, shoulders yeah. and he's like oh my god and he grabs the coach grabs the rail to the bus and he's scared and you can tell all the students are creeped out like oh what the hell you know you see scott <laughs> like what it takes him like a few seconds like okay Coach needs my help. I mean, he starts grabbing onto him, and the rest of the players start coming, try to help. And you can see the creeper just, you know, just yeah. trying to lift him up, trying to lift him up. And the bus is moving, kind of, you know, showing how strong this thing is. Yeah. And the first one, you know, we had a little glimpse of it. But in this one, oh, my God, it, sh- it shows so, you how strong this mm-hmm. thing can be. But anyways, he starts, like, trying to lift him up. And for a while, they struggle. And finally, you know, the coach gets flown away and uh, Scott has a little bit of blood all over well, his face. Well, I love, and I wanted to mention that because I love how he has the blood, and then he like smears it all over his face and then rubs it through his hair. I'm like, <laughs> what is that? Who would do that? I would never do that. If I had somebody else's blood on my face, I would never rub it all over myself. Like, it was just a weird choice. I don't know. And then that's when they ask him about, like, what was it? And he's like, it was something with wings. Like, it was, it had, like, big Huge wings. Huge wings, <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, yeah, like you said, you know, when he saw the blood and when someone mentioned, like, oh, they didn't say anything. They just pointed to his face. And, and he's, he, like, touching his face and his smearing all over his face. <laughs> and was like, man, really? Right. Well, anyways, uh, what were they wearing? What was those jackets called that they wear? Letterman jackets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just would have grabbed that and smeared it all over. Like, what kind <laughs> right? of Letterman jacket is all yellow? Like, I don't know. I have no idea. But yeah, then they're like all, they all like gather to the back of the bus and they're like, you get that shot of all them like looking up into the sky from the back window of the bus. And then it, and then it cuts back to the, the farm again. And like the, the farmer guys listening to the radio and you can hear someone being like, um, there's a lot of weird shit going on. Like 10 miles apart. mm -hmm. They're saying 10 miles apart. There's on different counties or I think it was the same county. Yeah. They bring up Poho County, which is the county that's in the first movie. They're like, and everyone knows what I'm talking about. Like on the radio, he's like, something's happening in Poho County and everyone knows what I'm talking about. Referring to like the events in the first movie. 
and so like then the cop guys like gets his son and they head off to, the farmer mm-hmm. dad yeah the dad what what is his name <laughs> see i didn't take the time to like memorize all of their names in this jack movie. Jack, just because there's like so many people in this movie uh, yeah, that I'm the, like, the actor's name is uh, Ray Wise. Yeah, I don't know he, if I'm saying that correctly, but yeah, he's pretty good in this too. Like he's, he's I've seen him good. in other movies before or shows. I'm not sure, but uh, let me see. Looking him up, he was in RoboCop. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, as well as other TV shows. But you know, I I I remember him from RoboCop. Anyways. He's the dad that loses the son, and this kind of plays in into like he's not scared of the creeper. He's more of a his state of mind right now. I just lost my son. I want to get this thing that just he doesn't. Well, they never mentioned that his son died, but you know you could tell that they know his son died. Right. So he was just really grieving, and he was vengeful. So which is why cuts to the scenes of him, you know, making that harpoon making um spears out of the the weapon the knife that they found yeah mm-hmm. you know you could tell that he's driven he's right now he's driven to get this thing and uh he's listening to the radio and it mentions you know Polk county and everything yeah. and he calls his other sons out as if he's gonna go after this thing yep and then it cuts um and then it cuts back to the bus and they're talking about whether they should stay on the bus or go and then this is kind of when you get like that race type of like dilemma here because then scott and the one guy that double he was d. yelling at yeah double d that he was yelling at earlier they kind of get into an argument and then double d says i feel like you want to call me something else do you want to call me something else scotty he's like because i can see it in your eyes you're thinking it and then they get like a big like they're getting into like a big argument and then all of a sudden like minxy she's like backing away and she just looks fucking terrified and they're all like what's going on so like they stop and then they like all go towards the front of the bus and then that's when you see like the creeper stand. Ooh, it's just so creepy because he's got his face like right up against the the bus. The bus, door. and he's like, literally his face up in the window, and he's just sniffing. Mm-hmm. He's like, yeah. he's making those weird noises. Yeah. I was like, whoa! <laughs> and then they're all like, whoa! They all like back up. Okay, what's the first thing you notice about the creeper when he's uh, you know, up on the windshield? His eyes. His eyes. I notice his skin. Really? They make him look juicy. They do. They may always make him look like super wet. Yeah. Like his skin's like like he's like a reptile or something. I don't know. It's like the weirdest thing. But yeah. Like, um, so they're all like backed up in the in the bus and then all of a sudden he comes like sideways up on like one of the windows. Like Spider Man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he's like, uh oh, and then this is kind of like I like this the second one because you kind of more so get more of like a look of like the creature's abilities and like his powers. So like um, you see like his nose and then there's like a another the, nostril in like the middle like in the, the middle bridge. of his nose yeah where there's usually a bone right there mm-hmm. there's like actually that opens up and he has more than one more than three nostrils I guess I would say yeah and so he starts like sniffing them out and then he's like trying to uh, oh and then he flies up and goes to the back of the bus yeah, I think he, he jumps or he yeah he jumps up and then like goes to the, the rear window of the bus and he's like upside down but he's like watching them and the students inside the bus or the basketball team and cheerleaders are all like uh <laughs> just freaking the fuck out they're all moving away as far away from this thing as possible so when he jumps to a certain point they all move to the opposite side from where the creeper is at yeah. so when he moves to the back everyone moves to the front and they're kind of started asking what the hell is it doing what what, what does it want and uh you could just see that it's it, one, one of the, the one of the characters one the players are saying this thing is the smell freak bro and you know you can tell <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, he starts uh, sniffing everyone, and you know, everyone's like sniffing us, and they started like noticing, like, oh, who's this sniffing? And is he looking at me? Is he looking at me? Yeah. And I love this scene because it's like they're all standing kind of in a line, and it goes like with each person they're like me and the and the uh creeper's like with his finger he's just like yeah oh yeah well he's not his his finger he uses his finger his eye his expression he uses his cheek but there was a you know a character pointing a light at it and one scott tells it stop pointing the light at it and then that's when you notice he's like trying to pick and choose who's Mm -hmm. gonna eat yeah we know that but not not them of course and he starts sniffing and everyone starts like Who's he sniffing? And whenever it does a gesture, they just drop down. <laughs> they sit to the side, and then when it gets to double D, well, a couple of them he smiles at them. Like at a couple of them, he's like, mm, "Yeah, cause... yeah, maybe." But with double D, Ugh. which is the last one in the back, he uh, he just like rolls his eyes back and starts licking the windshield. Like, oh, tasty! It's just <laughs> this is the one I want. Yeah, it's like uh... when I see a meal that I like, I'm like, oh, can't wait to eat that. That's what the creeper was doing, of course. Yeah, and then uh, he, like, tries to, like, pry or rip. Well, no, he actually doesn't because then you find out later that he was trying to keep them in there. So he, like, rips he rips the door and then, like, a bolt falls off. And yeah, like, he's uh, sabotaging the door to trap him in there. I mean, of course, this is something that they don't know yet, but, you know, we all know that how strong this thing can be. Yeah. So we were kind of wondering how come he didn't just rip the door open and just... Exactly. Go to town with those students, but you know he's just trying to trap them in there because apparently I, I I think it knows that he can't take them all at once. Yeah, and then um, Minxie like faints on the ground, like she falls on the ground after the scene, and she's like laying there, and then her eyes like roll back in her head. And I think they she, turn like white. They turn like milky, kind of like milky the white, creepers yeah. in the first movie, and then like she has like the another like dream, and it's like she's standing in the cornfield. And, and everything see, was playing backwards. You can yeah, see like, uh, little Billy playing with the dog. You see the older brother walking, but they're all it's all going in reverse, like back in time, I guess. And you see Derry. Yeah. He's talking, saying stuff. Like he's in talking re- like really fast. He's like in reverse though. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I don't, I don't understand why they made that seem like that, but I guess to make it creepier, I guess. I guess, but unnatural. That's when she, you know, finds out that every twenty-three years. For 23 days, it gets to eat. Yeah, and then she's like... Derry's explaining this to Minxie, and Minxie says, and gets and to eat like, what? And he's like, us. And then you, you see Derry's face, and it has no eyes, and he has no skull. You can see right through his eyes mm-hmm. into the sky. And that, to me, was terrifying. Creepy. Yeah, I remember seeing that scene, like, for the first time when I was younger, and that, yeah, that scene got me. It was creepy. Because he looks normal at first, and then she turns back to... Because she's like, it gets to eat what? And then she turns back to him, and his eyes are gone. He's like... It gets us. to eat us. Yeah. And then all of a sudden the creeper's wings like flap up and then that's when she wakes back up. Yeah. And so this is like when it gets into the scene, kind of similar to the scene with Giselle in the first movie where she explains like it gets to eat, like it eats people, you know? And I like the way that they kind of did the scene because we as audience members, we know already well, because of the first It was movie. important to, you know, reemphasize on this because there's a lot of people probably didn't see part one. Mm-hmm. So, well, not to mention none of the people on the bus know what it's doing either. So, like, of course, we had to have a scene where it was, like, exposition where it explains to the characters, like, what it wants. But I like the way they did it kind of somewhat differently with dialogue. But kind of, um, I did, like, note in my notes that the score in the scene is similar to the score when, G- when Giselle in the first movie is talking about it. It's just kind of slightly different. Yeah. But it's, it's kind of tying the two scenes together, which I like. I just like these homages to the first movie very subtle but like 
I like that they're there. So. I like that Justin Long came back just for those scenes. Yeah, me too. Yeah. But um, more into the, you know, Mingxi being the, yeah. the psychic. You mm-hmm. know, Scott started telling her, you were just uh, waving some pong-pongs around in our game. Now you're a psychic medium now? What's going on? She's like, I don't fucking know, okay? Yeah. <laughs> She's like, I didn't ask for this. Yeah. And so, like, you get that whole, like, exposition scene about talking about, like, you know, how it eats people and whatever. Like, basically the same as what you get in the first movie. And then it, like, cuts back to, like, the farmer. And they're driving along the road and they come across, like, the vehicle with the bumper sticker from earlier. And the whole roof of the car, in this, another instance of, like, how strong the creeper is, he just literally tore the top of the car off like it was fucking tinfoil or something. Because that's what it looks like. They get to the car and it's, like, all the top of it's, like, rolled over on itself. Yeah, which which brings the question why he didn't do that to the bus. But maybe the bus is a lot stronger than that car. But um, still, you know, he could rip that door off easily, so, you know. That's true. Yeah. But, they yeah, they come across... The farmer, you know, his name is Jack. So, yeah, of course, you know... We'll see where we're on. Oh, when they find the when they find the couple's when car. When they find the couple's car. So yeah, they find it. They when you know he looked at it, and that's when um the older son I forgot his name. He starts uh, listening to the radio, and that's when um uh what's his name uh, Bucky. He's still frantically trying to call for help on yeah. the radio, and uh, that's when he notices his son is on the radio with someone. So he runs back to the truck, and the son's like, "Listen," and you can hear Bucky like frantically saying are you the cops man are you the cops please tell me you're gonna bring the cops and uh you know uh jack starts telling him where are you guys where are you guys what's going on and the guy's like i'm about to piss my pants please tell me you're gonna (laughs) promise me you're gonna call the cops you know starts pleading Mm -hmm. for help please come to us because we don't know what's going on we don't want to explain it because it sounds too crazy yeah and then the and then jack is basically like well judging from your signal you guys don't sound close it could take me a while to get there so and then the and then Bucky's like, well, we don't have a lot of time, man. Like we're running out of time here. So basically, after like the nerdy or after um, Bucky's done like talking on the radio, he like stands back up, and then all of a sudden, like the creeper just like grabs him through the roof and starts trying to pull him up through the roof. And so they're all like trying to like pull him back in. And then the uh, what's the one cheerleader girl's name? The one that's Scott's girlfriend. And Scott's girlfriend. She's calling that because I can't. I yeah. can't remember her name. There's so many know. names I'm a, I didn't even bother I'm to try to look her up. I'm pretty sure. Let me see. Uh, I think her name. I think her actual name is Stephanie. Okay. Stephanie Denise Griffin. But yeah. So they had that. Um. What what was it called? Those uh spears. What Javelin. Javelins. Javelins. There you go. Yeah. Okay. So this is this is the part I have problem with all right we have a whole bus full of basketball players not trying to help out bucky right yeah this is from this thing it takes the weakest well i don't want to say weak i don't i mean i'm not against against women but anyway <laughs> this is the truly we're talking about she grabs a javelin the spear and she like literally just stabs it yeah yeah but it goes through the roof you know yeah. how hard and strong you have to be yeah that 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 scene seems it's a kind of unreal. unrealistic. Yeah, but bit. still, you know, it's, she stabbed him through the chest at the first time. She stabs it, him through the shoulder, I think. First. Yeah, the creeper was like, does this real <laughs> and this horrific growl yeah. and stuff. And then the second time, she brings it down and thrusts back up into the ceiling, and she gets him through the eyeball. Mm-hmm. My initial reaction is like, oh my god, Justin Long's eyes right there. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, that's so, his eye. That's his eye. Yep. Yeah. So then it, like, um, 
it like cuts to like a shot of like the creeper on top of the roof like trying to yank the oh it's so gruesome looking because he's like it's like through his eye but he's like trying to like yank it yeah and uh you can hear the sound the sound effects on this is mm-hmm. so good because you could tell that his skin is not made of normal skin his skin is like you, you hear the sounds you remember the sounds yeah it's like, just very wet sounding it's like <laughs> sounds like more than i would say leathery i mean leather yeah 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 and then you get the shot of like the the pole like landing on the ground with half of his head still stuck to it oh yeah, yeah. and they're all like they're all like huddled in the bus and then the one um i think it's double d walks up to like the hole and he sees like all of a sudden the creeper like pops through the hole and then like shoots up to the sky and so he's gone and he mentions this half his head's fucking gone yeah <laughs> so they're like sitting there kind of, and it's like kind of quiet for a minute but then all of a sudden you kind of like hear like this like low like sound coming towards him and all of a sudden like just the creeper just smashes down on top of the bus and, and all they... the windows break off except for the windows in the back of the bus of course <laughs> yeah doesn't make sense but yeah he literally lands on top of the bus and there's this huge like hole in, in, the, in the middle of the bus mm-hmm. so yeah everyone's like after all the windows shatter everyone's like getting back up like what the hell just happened and uh, the cre- the creepers on top of the bus and everyone thinks it's knocked out but it's doing this to prey on one of them because yeah. it just lost part of his head <laughs> where's the I was hold on did I do they have the fight before or after the one guy gets killed with the wing I think it's after right I think it's after okay so we won't get to that yet sorry I just want to make sure because I didn't want to miss that fight when they no yeah that fight pretty much reveals but anyways yeah we'll get to it yeah. later so uh yeah the creeper lands on top of the bus and then what happens so they're like I think they're just like standing there and then all of a sudden like the wing falls through like the roof because there's like a little slit in the roof and you can kind of like see like dust falling from it and then all of a sudden the wing falls and it like separates all of them like there's like half Half on this side and then half on the other side so they're like trying to get across it and the one guy's like holding it so yeah they started crossing and the guy starts holding it I forget his name I don't know if it was Jake or uh I forgot the other guy's name but yeah he started he mentions it's like a like a shower curtain or like toilet paper he's like it's like a shower curtain he says first yeah so he starts holding it up and he starts telling the rest of his classmates or his team to go through like come on I got you come on let's go which is brave of course yeah yeah, but um I think then he goes through and then someone else holds it up and that's Mm -hmm. when he mentions it's like toilet paper when he mentions that all of a sudden uh, it wraps around it wraps around him and then it was like whoa it was like you can see his his face he can't he was being suffocated yeah and he was being sucked up too and everyone all the other students started helping him out trying to get him off you know his wing yeah and that's when we get the first student that dies yeah which is who what was his name i can't i can't remember his name yeah like i said i was like i i'm not in any position to memorize all these characters names at this point i'm like there's minxy there's double d there's (laughs) all these other and i'm just like i can't memorize all these characters it was either dante or jake i'm guessing i think it's dante all right, so Dante gets his head ripped off. Not only his head, he was wearing like his Letterman jacket, his <laughs> ripped shirt. Ripped off his entire... And, and, this, and this, this scene is particularly unrealistic because, uh, I, I mean, I've never seen it before, but uh, people who have their heads torn off like that don't do what he does. <laughs> he was like literally swinging. He was up for a second. His whole body was up for a second, headless. Yeah. Like swinging around 
It was what one or two seconds or three. It's a little silly looking, like the yeah. CGI, because he's just like flailing around, like. But we appreciate the scene. Yes, yes, it's a good scene. And then he like falls to the ground and he's dead. And then, um, I think the creeper just like after that. Oh well, then then um the one girl's like, what the hell is going up on up there? Like what is happening up there? And she's like freaking out, and so she like goes to peek up there, and like this is when you kind of see like how you get more of like how the creeper I guess regenerates itself. And so, like, all of a sudden, you see, like, the head, like, coming up through the chest. But, well, the first thing he does is he's actually ripping his old oh, head off. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And you see that uh, the, the spider-looking thing behind his head. Like, what, what is that, you would say? It looks like a spider. I something falling onto his head or something that's, like, you know, a part of him. Something that is, like, the main. Well, yeah. You see it more towards the end. Mm-hmm. But anyways, he rips off his own head, and there's something, like, in the back of his head, something... You know, the little tendril things. Yeah, it's like, I, I don't know. It looks like a spider to me. Yeah. But anyways, he rips off his own head, and then that's when you get to the scene where. Well, and then he hucks it at her. He hucks it at her, and she like goes duck back down, and you see the head like bounce off the hood, and she's like, "It just ripped its fucking head off. It just ripped its fucking head off." And then, um, yeah, that's when you get the whole like with the head coming up through the chest, and then all of a sudden, like, you see how it like regenerates and then it at first it shows the head of the guy of the guy that he just killed but then it like goes back to the regular face of the yeah, creeper just, yeah I, I like that scene a lot too how it just shows his head and all like <gasps> he breathes in mm-hmm. yeah. all of a sudden his the skin color turns into the creeper's yeah. skin color and just automatically his teeth become this sharp jaws looking yeah. like oh my god like must be magic. I don't know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, he's uh, something. But then, like, I think he, like, he flies off again or something. He, yeah, like, he does go- fly off, yeah. And then this is when you get, like, the fight. Because then they're, like... Scott starts Scott, <sighs> talking about this. There's only two types of people in this bus. What was it? The ones that are to be eaten and the ones who are not? Yeah. Because they start discussing who he was actually sniffing. Because he's, like... Yeah, because he, he says something about, like, he was smiling at you or something like that. And then the... And then him and, like, the black guy once again Double get D. into a fight because, yeah. you know, there's, like, racial tension between the two of them for some reason. I wish, I, I do kind of wish the director would have maybe explained that a little bit more. Because well, it just kind of, I mean, I there's, guess. There's nothing really to explain. This is something that's been going on for hundreds, thousands of years. I mean, you know, it's even going on to this day. What's going well, yeah. on in our country. I mean, it's just something that happens everywhere, you know? Yeah. It's uh, sad to say, but it does happen, you know? Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying, you know, it's right, it's but okay. yeah. still, you know, it's, it's just something that, you know, players go through as well, you know? And he was jealous that, you know, he got more playtime than him. Maybe that's, that's the case, but, you, you know, the director didn't emphasize on this <laughs> or didn't explain it. He, yeah. But anyways, they, were, they had a beef between each other, and Double D, of course, overpowered him and... <laughs> took him to the ground and said and started explaining to him right i'll get off the bus but i seriously hope you know like if it if it um does come after you and i hope it does yeah like basically i won't be there to fucking save your sorry ass or something like that and so like the rest of them get off the bus and scott gets off the bus with them after well his girlfriend starts telling him yeah because she's like she's uh because they're on the because this is when they're outside and they're arguing and she's like um, something about when you're scared or when something you show your true so, colors. Yeah, when you're scared, it's just like when you're drunk. You show mm. your real self. There we go. Yeah. yeah, and like the only one that's left on the bus is that one guy that you Johnny. Like you, Johnny. See, 
I don't know how you memorized all these names. I'm I just impressed. saw the movie like literally a few <laughs> hours ago. So Johnny stays there, which is like one of those scenes where like, oh, you son of a bitch. But anyways, you know, Johnny stays, which is a smart move. Yeah, yeah. it's the same inside a bus, but you know. And then he like closes the bus doors after everyone leaves. And then they're all standing out on the road. And then all of a sudden you see the creeper coming back. And so they all like book it back to the bus. Easy, easy notices him. They're all walking alongside the road going whichever way the road went yeah and um that's when the girlfriend starts approaching him uh or scott approaches his girlfriend starts like i'm sorry you know he's you know he's scared of yeah. course or maybe which is why he was acting like that but that's when the easies looks up in the sky and you can see the the, the crescent moon mm-hmm. and the creeper just flying right there looking all, at <laughs> all of them and all of a sudden when they all notice him they all run back to the bus <laughs> it's like a fucking what? stampede they're like run so they're like all like trying to get in the bus and he won't open the doors for him in the right car. And then the nerdy guy or the uh, Bucky, Bucky gets on the fucking like hood of the car and he's like, what does he say? He like screams something at him. It's like, come on, man, open the door. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Sky's all like, I'm going to kick your fucking ass, man. Open the goddamn fucking door. And I would have been doing the same thing. <laughs> right. Like, oh, man, I would I would have been crawling through the goddamn roof and going inside through the hole. <laughs> right. But I would I guess I would have been the first victim. <laughs> but either way, you know, you know, Johnny, he's just like, uh-uh, I'm staying in my ass in here. You guys should have never left. <laughs> yeah, right. And then so they all start, like, booking it into the field. And well, like, once, once Easy saw it's coming, everyone just started booking into the field. Yeah, and then, like, you get, like, the shadow of it, like, following them. And then, like, um... One of them's like running, and he like throws another ninja. Double star. D, double D, D- the one, the one he wants the most. He was going after him first, and Double D was running, and ironically, he trips over a rock and saves him. Yeah, well, no, first because he like hucks the ninja star. And no, that's after. The, oh yeah, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. That, who was it, Jake or who was it? That Someone. Guy? Yeah, I think it's the Jake guy. Um, and then he's like running. He tosses the ninja star, and it like hits him in the back of his head, and he falls down. He's dead. Yeah, I remember the reaction of my wife. She's like, "Oh my god!" I was <laughs> yeah. like, "Well." You know, he's dead. That's what the second person, well, the second student that died is issue. Mm-hmm. It got all the adults first the bus driver, the two coaches, and now it's going after the students. The, the first one ripped its head off, and the second one was the other guy with the ninja star. So now that's two pe- people down. So that's five people that's died so far in this movie. Yeah. And then after that, you, you know, it got, starts going after Double D, the one that wants the most. So he trips over the rock, and you can see that how frustrated or how uh, disappointed he was to even grab him. Yeah, the creeper's like, back, oh, fuck. Like, like, lucky bastard. <laughs> you know, and um, all of a sudden you see another scene where, you know, he's flying and he chucks something else at him. It's like one of the knives. Yeah, one of the knives, and it gets... Scott. Scott. Like it pins his arm to I'm not going to lie, you know, after I saw that, I was like... What you get, motherfucker. It's what you fucking deserve, dude. Yeah, I was thinking to myself, but you know the pain that he was oh, in. Oh god, it yeah. got him on uh, what? Right here. Right here. Yeah, right by his wrist, almost. Yeah. Yeah, to his wrist, the back of his wrist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so they're trying to like get him off the tree. Even Double D's trying to help him. Like the one that said that I'm not gonna be there for you when it you starts know helping him. Uh huh. He starts D, helping him, which is which you know, shows what kind of person he is. He's exactly. a you know caring person. And so well, they're trying to like yank him off the tree. And they can't, so then the creeper. The girlfriend sees. starts like trying to yank him off, and oh, actually, first it was easy. The, you know, yeah. not sure if he's homosexual or not, but anyways, it doesn't <laughs> yeah. really matter. You know, he starts trying to help him out, and he's like, you could tell that he's in pain when he's trying to yank it out. This is like, wow, this thing is really strong. It <laughs> dug dug the knife right into the tree itself. But anyways, um, once um, Double D starts right there, he looks at him and uh, he starts apologizing to him, Scott. Yeah, he's, yeah, he does start to. Apologize. He's like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and then all of a sudden, like the creeper comes and 
fucking takes mm. him away. Yeah, right on the point when they take the knife out, and that's when the creeper yanks him away, and the other three, the girlfriend and the two other guys, just like get blown away from you know this thing taking him away. You hear Scott like, ah! and you can hear yeah. his girlfriend like screaming after him. Type like that doesn't do anything, but <laughs> anyways, <laughs> right? Yeah. And then it cuts back to the farmer again, and they're like driving on the road. And then the son, I think the son sees Minxie running across the road, so he like turns on his little like big lamp light thing and like flashes at her. Well, it doesn't really show how far away she is, but you know those lights are pretty powerful. So I'm guessing that they're pretty far away from her, and she notices that the older son is flashing the light, and she stops and looks at him like, "Oh my gosh!" You could, I, could, I think I could tell that she was relieved that she saw him, but her facial expression, she's relieved, but she's like. I know I'm not out of the shit yet. I'm not out of the woods yet. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. Jack, the farmer, the dad, the grieving father, he starts uh, asking her, where's the bus at? Did you come from far away? Where, where, where's the bus at? And she doesn't say anything. She kind of is looking at him. Yeah. And um, Jack is actually getting the harpoon ready and starts putting the harness on them. Oh, that's when, that's right, when, that's right, when right, Minxie yeah. says, it doesn't matter what happens or it doesn't matter if you killed it or not. Yeah. I forget what she says, but she starts explaining to him, and then Jack's like, what are you talking about? It's like, you could tell that he, he doesn't really care. All he does, all he wants is, is to this, kill this thing. Yeah, to kill this thing. Yeah. And that's when she says, in 23 years from today, it's going to come back. And you could tell he's like, he took that to heart. He's like, I'm still going to go after it, though. I'm going to kill it. It killed my son. I yeah. mean, I would have done the same thing, same. to be honest. Yeah, then it cuts back to the bus again, and Bucky, like, well, it starts, like, with them, like, sitting on the bus, like, the one guy that, like, wouldn't open the doors. Johnny? Yeah, Johnny, and then the, the, the other cheerleader chick, she's, like, peeking out from above the seat, and then all of a sudden, like, Bucky comes down through the hole in the, in the ceiling, and he's like, what the fuck, man? Like, you left us all out there. And he's like, oh, but you opened the door for her. Yeah. yeah. He's like, you opened the door for her. And they're like, they're all backing away from him. Who's because... scoring sex points, man? Come on. <laughs> it's, <laughs> right? it's a terrifying scene. And he's she's trying to bang a cheerleader. You right. Know? I'm guessing that's what's going on. This is teenagers we're talking about here. Yeah. Anyways, Bucky starts saying, oh, there's no form out there, man. Because we missed this part completely. Because Scott, oh, before that, mm-hmm. Scott was saying, you see that? And you, you see, like, um wooden post and there's like a shack right there it's a small shack yeah but there's like no animals visible but he says starts mentioning there's got to be a farm around here somewhere and that's when when we come back to this you know the scene we're at where bucky says there's no farm out there man i must have run 10 miles around this valley there's no farm out there and you can see him he's he's out of breath he's sweaty he's bloody around his head because of Mm -hmm. you know the creeper grabbing him and they're both like backing away from him because yeah. they're like it wanted you man yeah. it looked it's, you see it the cheerleader you she's like get away you got cooties <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's, like, he's like get away from In us and Johnny terms, starts saying be COVID, but... yeah yeah you're not wearing a mask you've by got the, way. the COVID oh no 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 I'm, I'm Mexican we don't get COVID oh no I was just saying in this movie they'd be like you got the COVID man <laughs> stay away from us <laughs> but yeah no they're back and then all of a sudden like the creeper comes down again and grabs Bucky and starts in the head again mm-hmm. the same spot yeah it starts bad. pulling him up yeah I, I was for sure this time oh he's dead now <laughs> poor kid but yeah, uh, yeah it, it goes into the slow motion scene where like he's like frantically screaming. screaming and all of a sudden you, you see the creeper's face trying to grab him by the head and you see that uh the flashlights you know shining right at the well creeper. you get that really cool shot of like the back of the creeper as his wings like are flapped up and then you get like the light that's like showing behind him at, and you see the truck 
and uh, you see the, the older brother and Minxie inside the truck with the dog and you see the dad just pointing that harpoon thing at him yeah. and he shoots it and it just <laughs> sends him into a tailspin yeah, the fucking creeper just goes flying and he starts flying off and everything and this, this is uh, this harpoon thing is attached with the rope to the truck Yeah, and the creeper is like literally trying to fly away and it's dragging the truck at the same time mm-hmm. so uh, the son is trying to like get the truck into gear and trying to you know because they're stuck in the back of the bus yeah. now too so he's like get it away from the bus steer it away from the bus so like the kid's trying to do that and then isn't this like when the fucking creeper throws the harpoon back into the car because he's like get out of the car because Minxie's still in the car too at this point and then Jack is like he knows what's happening so he's like get out of the car get out of the car and then you see the harpoon like go fucking through the windshield of the car and like this is the scene where I thought that the Jack's son died because it makes it kind of seem like it. Yeah. Because it kind of teases with you for a second because it doesn't show it right away. Because he's like, are you okay in there? And then it kind of does like this slow like pan into the car. And then you see that the kid's still alive, fortunately. He is. You know, he is. And to me, to this scene is kind of important because, you know, as a dad, you know, I would have just dropped down and would have opened the door and checked on my son. But he doesn't. He just keeps, keeps on asking. Maybe because the creeper was still flying around or, or whatever. But I would have checked on my son, you know. Makes you seem like he loved his younger son more. <laughs> yeah. But either way, you know, he starts, uh, the older son is still alive and the harpoon missing by hair, mm-hmm. I guess I would say. Very close. And so then, like, he puts another harpoon in, to, he loads another harpoon in and, like, aims through, like, the windows of the bus. And he's like, everybody get down because you can see the creeper, like, flying towards yeah, the bus. Yeah, he's flying, he's flying towards the bus. So he's, uh, you know, his son's okay and he's on, his son gets off the truck. So then um, the, the creeper starts flying towards the, the bus on the other side and Jack is holding the harpoon is aiming towards the bus through the windshields and he tells the, the other kids inside the bus, get down, get down. And they look at him and for some odd reason they don't get down but towards the last second he <laughs> shoots it, shoots through the bus, shoots through the windows and gets the creeper dead on again. Yep. Again. I mean, that's <laughs> got to be, he's got to be a marksman. A, a marksman. Good, he's yeah, got he's a good pretty eye. Good, pretty good aim but yeah. you know, we are talking about Hollywood so. True. Yeah, and then, like, um, the creeper starts, like, trying to fly again. It basically not, like, fucking pulls the bus over onto its side. And then you get, like, the shot of, like, the fucking wire, like, ripping through the roof of the bus. Ripping through, yeah, through the metal. That's some thick-ass metal. That's, like, that's when you can tell, like, okay, this thing is really, really strong. Again, you know, it it, it was uh, actually trapping the students inside the bus as kind of forgot to mention yeah when they were talking about it because they were trying to open up the but uh, the back door of the bus and that's when um scott was like why isn't this thing opening and that's when easy explains he picks up the you know the broken ball and says this thing wasn't trying to get in it was trying to trap us in here yeah but anyways yeah. we skipped that part all right well anyways <laughs> you know it goes back to the scene where you know again it gets shot through the with the harpoon and it's trying to fly you know away from the bus and it goes the wire actually cuts through the metal of the bus so yeah of course you know the thing is strong but uh and that's when the son starts telling you know his dad jack get out of the truck because it's like yanking the truck like the, the uh wire starting to run out or whatever yeah. and then just as the just as jack jumps off the truck it like flips and like goes rolling you know, down I, the I, I was actually seeing some videos about this the scenes about that particular scene because when he jumps off the truck mm-hmm. it literally um it flings up so they had the the truck on a spring oh cool so uh the jack whoever played the the actor he literally had to do the scene i think three times i'm not sure 
I think it was three times. So anyways, the first time he did it, I think the the spring didn't work. And the second time it, uh, he tried doing it, and it went a little too early. But oh, shit. he didn't get hurt. Oh, good. Yeah, so <laughs> the third time, that he, he had a timer. He had to look, so he goes off that timer. But anyways, yeah, that seems pretty particularly oh. cool to me because uh, the stunt coordinator... Uh, you know, was trying to flag him down, like, all right, go, you know, flag him, like, get, jump <laughs> yeah. off, you know, that's kind of risky doing it in the movie scene like that. Well, especially with the way the truck fucking like flips up yeah. in the air, he would have gotten yeah. thrown, dude. Like that would have been bad if it wouldn't have been done right. Could have been messy. But yeah, no, that's I didn't know that. That's cool. Do you watch the special features? Yeah, I like I like stunts. You know, me too. Very fascinating. Um, how how would you have liked if um what's his name from uh Mission Impossible what's his name uh, the Tom one who, Cruise yeah him in a movie like that he does his own stunts <laughs> that's true he does he broke his leg on the last movie fuck yeah no thanks I'm good <laughs> um but then after that scene it cuts back to like the students again like it cuts back to um uh, uh it cuts back to Scott's uh, Double D Scott's girlfriend and Easy. Yeah, they're actually Scott Double D and um Scott's ex well still girlfriend because yeah. he's already deceased. They were just sitting in the cornfield. Well sitting I don't want to say cornfield. What what was it? What is that? Hayfield? Field? Just, just a field. Just yeah. a field. Eh, in the middle of the night, just sitting there waiting for death to come get him. Anyways, they were just sitting there and uh, Izzy comes out of nowhere and says I found a bug. What is he mentioned to them? Oh, he says something about like he basically tells him, come here, I found something or something like that. I don't remember exactly the conversation. He said, I found before. a bug. Oh, because they're like, didn't Minxie say it doesn't matter? He's going to kill everybody anyway. And he's like, well, I'm not going to, I'm not just going to stand here and do nothing. Like, Izzy kind of says, nah, that's bullshit. You know, we decide our own fate. We decide our own lives and whatever. Anyways, yeah. He says, I found something. I found a bug or something. Yeah. Because, you know, the first scene when we said that there was a truck driving along before anything happened, they put put up the banner there was actually a truck with the bug on side it was uh, mm-hmm. the exterminators. a exterminators exterminators but uh truck they find it and uh easy takes it to him and the keys are still inside because you know of course yeah killed them and um so easy gets in the driver's seat uh the ex-girlfriend or <laughs> what's, the, oh, what's her <laughs> name her, her name is stephanie yeah well, just in real life stephanie. so she gets in the the passenger uh she gets in the passenger side in the middle but she goes to the driver's side. So she goes in first and then Izzy. And then when a double D tries to open up passenger it's door, like jammed. The, no, the, the handle falls off. Oh, he, yeah, he yeah, rips yeah. it off. So anyways, <clears throat> you get the cut scene where, uh, or the scene where he flies over. Yeah. And they're all looking up and they're all just like. And they're like, some, that wasn't a bird. Some dumb reason. Yeah. For some <laughs> dumb reason, something happened. Shh, they just pause. They're like, that wasn't a bird. Go. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He says, that out. was no bird. And he hops in the, he hops in the back of the truck and then they start driving. But he, well, first they drive it and then he like accidentally he puts hits it in the, drive. Yeah. Okay. So the truck is actually, you know, in front of a tree cause he crashed in front of a tree. So when he puts it in gear, he puts it in drive and goes forward cause you know, he's scared. Yeah. Well, I guess that scene was actually unintentional. Like he accidentally actually did put it in drive and they just kept it in the movie. No shit. Yeah. The Izzy guy. Yeah. He accidentally did put it in drive. And so when he drives into the tree, that was like, you know, actual. this this character Izzy, uh, I forget his name. That's that, this is his first time, you know, in the movie. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah so. he did pretty good for a first, like being a first role. So, but yeah, then they're then they're like driving, and you see like um, Double D's like in the 
uh, trailer bed of the truck, and he's like watching as the creepers like flying, and he's like aiming the flare gun at him. Oh, so he sure, like yeah. shoots it and hits the hits the creeper once, and it kind of goes flying off, but then it comes back again. How many and rounds did he have? I think he had three. I, I think, think one in few, the chamber yeah. and on three rounds. So he had four rounds in total. So, yeah. So, yeah, he, yeah, he's in the back of the, the bed of the truck. And, you know, he's telling him to hurry up. And, you know, they're, the flare goes off and drives them off. And then he comes back, of course. This thing flies so fast. I, I mean, know. And then Izzy's basically like, get out of the truck. And, and the, oh, the one yeah, girl's like, love what? And he's yeah. like, get out. And he like basically like pushes her out. Her he's out like, to, get out. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, whoa. And then he basically slams on the brakes. And the fucking creeper just shoots through the back back mm-hmm. of the window and through the windshield. And the truck flips forward. Yeah, the truck like flips up on its end and then falls uh, upside down. And you see Double D being, you know, tossed. Yeah. Because he was in the back of the bed and he gets tossed. Yeah. And then, um, is this when it comes? Oh, this is the scene with Double D where it's. This is another pretty intense scene, like where he's like crawling through the grass, and he he. Well, first Double D wakes up, and there's. Some, I think his leg is broken or something because he can't walk. He has a huge gash on his leg, like above his knee, I think. Yeah, and then he comes across one of the creeper's wings. Oh right, yeah. And it's like still flapping, but it's like detached from the creeper because it's like his wing got ripped off. The creeper's leg got ripped off. His arm got ripped off. So basically, as Double D's like looking at the truck, all of a sudden you see the truck like burst into flames, but then you see the creeper like set up like probably maybe 30 feet in front of him, I'd say. He's not very far away. I think he's more like uh, 20, 25 yards away. Yeah, something like that. And then the creeper's like smelling around, seeing if he can smell something. Yeah, he's, he's smelling around. You can see the flames in the back with the truck is that was flipped over, you know, it's he just starts sniffing the air and all of a sudden you see, you see Double D's like, oh crap, he's going to smell me and he starts like literally, I think he starts crawling mm-hmm. away. And then you see the fucking creeper just like hopping up over the grass. Becomes a frog man. Yeah, Becomes pretty frog much. Man. Grasshopper. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like hopping over the, the grass getting closer and closer and then um, Double D like is basically aiming the flare gun back. Well, he starts crawling first and you can see the, the creeper just doing the frog man stunt. Like, just getting just closer. Getting closer and closer. So once he gets to the point where he's like one leap away from, you know, getting to Double D, Double D notices and he gets on his back with the flare gun and starts pointing it. But the creeper doesn't, he doesn't, you know, hop right away. He notices that he has a gun. But anyways, once he does hop that one last time, he shoots it. He pretty much misses. misses, yeah. Which is, you know, logical because when people, when they're scared, they tend to miss. But anyways... (laughs) He lands right on top of him, and you know you can tell that he's scared as hell, and he has his uh, forearm put holding, trying to hold the creeper back, mm-hmm. and the creeper just trying to take a bite out of his face. And that's his when face. his face opens up again, like in the first movie, like his face opens oh, that, up. What do you what did you call this? The little tendril things, tendrils, or the thing, spiders. It kind of whatever. looks like one of the face huggers, like the thi- the the way the things look. It kind of looks like the, the legs of like a face hugger. Ex- kind of. You thing. know what it looks like to me? You ever seen Aliens? Of course he's seen Yeah, aliens. the face huggers. Uh, is that what it's called? Yeah, that's what they're called, what? yeah. What? I thought it were called something else. <laughs> yeah, huh. no, they're called face huggers. Yeah. Well, it's in reverse. <laughs> we were thinking the same exact thing. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, then his, like, face opens up, and then all of a sudden you, like, see one of the harpoons go through the fucking creeper's forehead. Yeah, that's that's so when uh, they get there on time and mm-hmm. goes through his forehead and, you know. He's, creepy. like, laying on the ground trying to pull it back out of his head. 
and then the farmer guy comes and like with his own blade because he like made one of the harpoons out of like the killers or the creepers. I think it, I, th- I think he was using the the creepers blade. Yeah, to stab him through the yeah, heart. Yeah, but the the harpoon he used to stab him through the head was his own made up one. Yeah. Yeah. So he starts stabbing it, and he literally you know takes all his aggression, all his uh, <laughs> frustration on the creeper because he just lost his son and knows he killed his son. So he starts stabbing it over and over and over again, and yeah. this thing is not dying. Course, but uh, like like Minxie said, it had it only until that day. Yeah, because Minxie says, um, well, Minxie says first, it isn't dead. Its time just ran out. That was the thing I was thinking that she said earlier when I wanted to bring it up. Did, did you notice how it bled out? It yeah. bled a lot of things out. When I start seeing that blood, I was like, oh, all right, it's about to die now. So mm-hmm. that's when, yeah, I like that scene that it started bleeding. Finally, we see some blood from this creature. Yeah, and then it's like, um, it basically like glares. It's like looking up at the at Jack, basically like glaring at him. And then all of a sudden, like the thing, like the tendril things, kind of like close over its face. Yeah. And just cover its face completely. What do you What do you think that scene meant? That it's gonna probably come back. It's like oh, you're gonna be the fucking first one. Exactly. I come back that's for, that's what I'm thinking. Okay, so yeah. it was staring right at Jack, the farmer. Mm-hmm. He knew like, oh, you defeated me. Yes, but I'm gonna be back. And you're going to be the first one on my fucking list, dude. Yeah. So then after that, like after that scene's over, because it's like basically like him stabbing it over and over. And then you get like all the kids like watching, basically. They're looking at him and they ask him, is it dead? And he, he just throws up his hands. I think so. <laughs> well, and then he stabs it. He stabs it one final time, I think. He stabs it one for one for good measure. Yeah. And then he pulls out the one out of his head out. Mm-hmm. And then after that that's when it cuts to like the 23 years later when a bunch like and here's the another thing because the first one took place in 2001 and it's very obvious like with the time frame that it takes place in 2001 because they say 1978 so 23 years from 1978 would be 2001 but i don't know if they like know what time period they want to be in because the truck that the kids are driving is such like a 1950s i, 1960s I, I was type of truck. i was explaining this to my wife i was telling her this scene does not make sense because this is 23 years later and she was like why 22 years later but anyways <laughs> yeah the truck they were driving was completely so old fashioned. maybe it's a country thing i don't know you're from maybe, kansas that's true do yeah, all farmers could've... drive those type of trucks but it seems like they came a long way though because they i feel like they even say it like that we came all this way to see that something that's not even real or whatever like that but and they weren't wearing face masks i mean covid <laughs> right what's going on here i know there's a kid without a shirt and there's the other <laughs> two without face masks and you could tell that you know the older son is still there and he's you know working whatever he's working and they pull up and there's like is it real and he has this like this demeanor of give me five bucks to see it <laughs> right because then he's like where where did this thing come from and he's like that'll be five bucks for you too and then they go into the barn and they like you get like this cool shot of just like a pan up of like the fucking creeper like he's basically like a skeleton at this point like he has like nothing but like skin and bones really and he's like just basically like hung up like almost like he's like hung up on a cross in the barn what does the sign say um oh shit i don't remember bat out of hell bat out of hell yeah that's what's that and then um the one guy with the shirt off basically walks up to it and he's like gonna touch it and the then this is when you get like the shot of the dad of still Jack alive. sitting in the chair with the harpoon gun sitting right next to him he's, he's like old. don't touch it yeah he's like don't touch it and she's like they, they start asking what's the story what's the story about this and he's like bar whatever you heard yeah you know, he doesn't care 
He's like, do you expect us to believe that this thing is real? He's like, don't care. Nope. <laughs> and then he he's asked like, oh, how'd you kill it? No, he I think he asked. Um, oh yeah, he did ask, how'd you kill it? And he kind of points toward the homemade harpoon, which is right next to him. Yeah. So when he answers that, the other kid with the, the shirt says, "Are you waiting for something?" He's and like, he's, three days. Three days from now, give it take a day or two. And they all look back at it for a second, and then he's like, "Yeah." And then it like does like the whole like zoom in, like the last shot is like the zoom in on like the creeper's faces if you're expecting it to be like like yeah. open up or something. But the music kind of scares you. Mm-hmm. I actually, you know, that scene when I was watching with my kids, and, yeah, you know, my youngest daughter, she was like looking at it and she was she was expecting that, so I knew that was you know that <laughs> that pop up music scare was gonna yeah. happen. So I kind of scared her. So when when the music popped up i turned to her and she's like she, she jumped scared <laughs> and she started hitting me because it scared her but yeah it got me too it got me too when i first saw it yeah i thought it was gonna like all of a sudden just open yeah um the thing i also like about that scene is i don't know if you noticed this but like the music in the background um because you never hear the jeepers creeper song once in the second movie oh yeah that's except true for at the end of this movie i think the musical score is kind of playing in the note of the jeepers creeper song as you go do that like last final shot of the creeper you kind of hear it like almost subtly it's very subtle but i just i kind of picked up on that the last time i watched it and i was like that's kind of cool that they 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 kind of like um inserted that song in here somewhere i don't know because i feel oh, like yeah. the song was like such a big part of the first one so i was like to not hear it in the second one i don't know i guess i never real realized it but like yeah but yeah at the end of it like right before it cuts to black you kind of hear like the like i said you know the first one like you said you know you they were talking about this just being a side plot. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, kind of like that they went towards that direction with the school students away from uh, Trish and the you know the psychic lady. The psychic lady, yeah, because uh, you know people expect too much. Right. And with this, this is like a whole new um scene, a whole new faces, new flesh, or whatever, whatever you want to call it. You know, I like that they went with the school bus and the students yeah i i still i think the second movie is still pretty good i just think that what the first one has that the second one doesn't is like that mystery that allure and like with the first one like i said it's just basically they explained a lot of things about the creeper mm -hmm. in this one yeah of course you know he regenerates he flies he can literally live without his head for (laughs) a brief time yeah it's the wings feels like a shower curtain shower curtain or toilet paper depends on who you ask yeah no i i don't know i still i think i still prefer prefer the first one just because like of that mystery of not knowing what what he is until the very end and then it kind of like in the second one you already know who he is and this one we didn't see the paddy wagon either not once did they show it that's true i actually never thought about that until you just brought that up that's an interesting that that vehicle scares the hell out of me it's scary somebody has it somewhere you know even even to this day when when i when i first moved to utah when i came from california when Mm -hmm. i was driving past arizona and i started (laughs) passing cedar city i was like where the hell am i i was i was thinking to myself in the top of my head fucking jeepers creepers is around here somewhere i was just literally driving my car i'm like oh fuck that you're gonna come across an old church i'm not gonna stop i'm not gonna stop (laughs) with somebody throwing fucking bodies down a pipe yeah yeah but um, yeah, that's Jeepers Creepers too, guys. So, yeah, fun movie. Pretty Definitely much. not as good as the first one, but still an okay sequel. I think Subjective. once you get to the third one, 
I mean, it's bad. The third one's not even watchable. So three, I think I've probably seen it once and I was just like, this movie is awful. I could never watch this again. And I haven't. So, <laughs> I mean, I guess it explains why I didn't wa- I guess that explains a lot. But uh, yeah, so that's our discussion on Dreepers Creepers 2, guys. So um, before we, I guess before we end this episode, Frank had a crazy ass idea that he pitched to me that he wants to do we're gonna do it's not uh, an idea it's an obligation now oh it's an obligation yeah, yes that's sir what it is <laughs> so why don't you explain to the listeners what a uh, little uh, crazy game you've concocted here all right so we're gonna play a little trivia with a little twist so uh michael and i are gonna ask each other questions about the movie hmm. if we get one wrong we get to press this button this button is connected to uh, a device that uh shocks the hell out of you Okay, it's not going to shock the hell out of you. It's a shock collar. Yeah. Yeah, it's a shock collar. <laughs> you could do the jigsaw voice while you do it. Uh-huh. This Rig- device is connected to your neck. <laughs> you want to play a game? And if you don't answer the questions correctly, you will be shocked. I'll take that as a yes. Yes. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I like your shirt, by the way. You want to explain your shirt? Oh, yeah. Um, I should have done this when I was doing my shout out for Podcast on Elm Street. I'm actually repping their merch today. So I'm wearing the Podcast on Elm Street shirt. I'm wearing the podcast on Elm Street shirt today. I cannot fucking talk, dude. Yes, as Frank said, I am repping a, a podcast on Elm Street's merch today. So, yeah. But, well, uh, podcast on Elm Street. Michael's going to get shocked with your shirt on. Lovely. Okay, so, yeah, so we're going to, we're going to do, um, I guess, this little game that oh, God. Frank has concocted. <laughs> That shocks. <laughs> well, there's shock a shock well, collar, so. Hey, you, you want a horror po- podcast? This is horror right here. Are you, are you scared? Are you scared? A little scared? bit. A are little scared? bit. A little bit, yeah. Bring it up a notch. Hey, hey. breathe. Hey, breathe. I'll take oh, care I'm of good. you. I'm I'll good. take care of you. I'll take care of you, okay? Yep, I'm good. All right, so you want to so, go first? or you, I thought I? we were doing rock, paper, scissors All right. to decide who goes first. Okay. Well, are do we you like best do, two out of three, or... We're just doing like the one and then whoever. You're literally scared, aren't you? I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't like to be electrocuted, but it's fine. I'll be good. Oh, it's good. All right. Like, I'll shock myself one more time. Ah! God! <laughs> okay, your reaction okay. is not helping. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, when, when I say, ah, oh, God, I mean, like, oh, wow, you know? Uh huh. Tickles. Yeah. Tickles. Mm-hmm. Sure. It tickles. <sighs> okay. Breathe, Michael. Ready? Breathe. Little. And don't you be pushing that thing. What? Oh, that wasn't bad. That's actually the vibrate button. <laughs> Just do okay, it. relax. You, no, no, no. I ain't gonna do it. I want. I want to get the first reaction. I want to see the first reaction. Are we recording? We're recording. Yep, we're recording. We're recording? Okay, yep. we're recording. Okay. First question. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. During the scene, when the bus lady was asking for help, mm-hmm. she said, "This is the bus number. Three digits. Three digits." What was the bus number? I think it's 266. 276. 226. <laughs> I don't fucking remember. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let me ask again. You gotta write. One of those answers are right, but you have to answer it correctly. I'll give you 10 seconds. I'm gonna count down from 10 seconds. You gotta okay. pick one of those three numbers. Okay. If you get it incorrectly, I'm gonna shock you, boy. All right. All right. What is the bus number when the when the bus lady was asking for help through the radio? She said, "This is bus number two two six. God damn it! Okay. <laughs> oh. 
That's good. All right. Woo. Okay. One down, four more questions to go. Okay. Okay. Now, the second question is, uh, how many minutes, how many minutes did Scott play during the last game when they won the championship? Twelve. Okay, yeah, we talked about that. I didn't think you were going to get it correct. Okay. <laughs> you thought it was going to be like a trick question, so I was going to be like, I think it was 12, but I'm not. I'm just going to say 10. Just kidding. Okay. So. Maybe I'll get lucky and I won't get shocked at all. Let's hope. For all the listeners, they probably want me to get shocked, though. They're oh, probably... we, they want to hear you squeal. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, make, I'll make you squeal right now with this shock collar. Okay, third question. Easy. What is his purpose of being there what does he do oh god i don't know you see my finger on the shock on the shock button i don't know the answer to that one okay you got 10 seconds i don't know the answer 10 just shock me nine just do it eight just do it (laughs) (laughs) just do it just shock me (laughs) (laughs) five four three two (laughs) okay that wasn't that okay that was that hurt but it wasn't that bad okay I was hoping more like, ah, ah. <laughs> Oh, why? Because I'm gay? Like, no! No! I, did the little, ah. I was just expecting one little squeals because... <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I, seeing you shake like this is pretty... <laughs> I know, I know, I know you're enjoying it. You're enjoying yourself, aren't you? Uh, Hold on. I'm not enjoying your pain. I'm enjoying your reaction. <laughs> you're enjoying the before. Before it happens, I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. 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 What is his purpose, though? You didn't answer the question. He is the writer. He does the newspaper. Oh, okay. He's like the the high school uh, reporter. Oh, okay. I don't. No, I don't remember that. I don't know why. why, They emphasize more of uh, him, you know, writing more about, was it Scott or someone else? Something, yeah. Yeah, so he's paying attention to a player instead of the whole team. That's when they start asking oh. about him being, if is he or isn't he. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <You> fucker. <laughs> Fuck. I, I, there, okay, the shock collar has a viper button, has a that button, that noise button. So, button. yeah, so. Don't you push that shocker button, boy. All right. Fourth question. Okay. There's no promises. Okay. Anyways, the fourth question. Binksy. Mm-hmm. Okay. When she has that first uh, dream, um, oh wait, I think it was the second dream. Okay, the second dream. What color shirt was uh, Billy wearing? I'm sorry, my questions are pretty. No, awful, I think but... you're thinking the first dream because Billy isn't in the second dream. He is in the second dream. Oh, yo, he is because he's running backwards. Um, he's in the. Isn't he in his like flannel? What color was it? It was like black and white. It was like checkered. It's like a checkered black and white flannel with like a, a a white tank top underneath. I think. I hope so. Uh, <laughs> ten seconds. Ten. Did is that not nine. right? Oh god. You got the underneath shirt correct, but the flannel. Isn't it blue? Blue and blue, checkered blue and white. Damn it! I shouldn't give you a shot. Okay. Woo. Okay. Should should this be like a A B C type of answers? Okay. Well, anyways. Last question. Okay. Last question. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so, um, 
Damn it! I think you already you already answered that question because my last question was the one where you answered it. If this mm-hmm. is a because it took me three times to view it. Just I thought it was a football team. I didn't realize it was a basketball oh, team. Oh yeah, it made yeah. more sense because to me it was like this doesn't seem like a football team to me, but this is a small town. But anyways, that was gonna be my last question. So I gotta think about my last question again. But so uh, <laughs> okay, you're gonna make me sit here and sweat for a minute. Okay, uh, <laughs> yeah. So. The first scene, or the 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 first scene for the bus, mm-hmm. they put up a banner, up. Oh, rem- are you expecting me to read what the banner says? Because I can't fucking read what it says. It's like so hard to tell what it says. I, I know, which is why, motherfucker, I want to shock you. <laughs> That's why you did it. <laughs> okay, what does the banner say? I have, I have no idea. Just do it. Ten. Just fucking do nine. it. Nine. I, I had to do the countdown. Eight, seven. Just fucking do six. it. Six. I'm gonna count it in Spanish. Cinco. Cuatro, tres, tres, dos. Ow! <laughs> I'm sorry. You answered the question when we were doing the podcast about it. Like we were Fuck. talking about it. Okay, from from one to ten, how how badly does it hurt to for our viewers to like? It's more so, like it hurts, but like it's more so. I just think the shock of it. So it's like it hurts for a minute, but it's more so just like the oh fuck! Like, You're anticipating. Yeah. Don't anticipate. Let it shock you. Okay. Just let it shock you. Oh yeah, that's what I'm gonna tell you. Yeah. Because yeah. now, guess what? Now whose turn is it? Yours. Mi turno. That's uh. <laughs> I, w- I want you to be fair. Give me. Give me. Oh shit. Okay. Well, that that changed. Well, because like I went to the IMDb section and went to the trivia section. I thought that's what you were doing. So I was like, I gotta step up my game. What the hell is IMD? IMDB it's like the website that you go to to like look at the movie and it has like all the actors the one that you were on looking at all the actors on that was Yahoo oh I was on Yahoo well there's IMDB too if you go on there but you got your thing on shock me so this is the button yeah I'm not gonna shock you shock me oh my god (laughs) alright okay I feel it you told me to so (laughs) alright that's one ready for your first question ask away son Okay, on the set, what did the director refer to the school bus as? He had like a nickname for the school bus. I'm talking about a pedophile here. <laughs> and I'll give you a hint. Um, it's something you like. It's something you take to school with you, like when you're in elementary school, I guess. The candy bus, since he's a pedophile. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the candy bus. <laughs> That's a good one. I should just give it to you. For the what, what would you say? <laughs> uh, well, give me a countdown to 10. Oh, 10, 9, uh, the sweet bus, 8, 7, the hanky panky bus, 6, five, um, the fun bus, 4, um, 3, bang bus, 2, 1. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. The, cre- the creeper's lunchbox. Ah. Oh. Cause it's like something you know, you something you take to school in elementary school. I didn't want to say you eat out of it because that would have given it away. So I was like, <laughs> sorry, these que- I I will give it to you. These questions were a little harder because I thought that I don't know. I thought you were really gonna like go hard on me. So I was like, I gotta be like on the I same. I said level. I was gonna take care of you, and I did. I only shocked you what twice? I'm sorry, three times, twice, 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 twice. Okay, ready for the next one. <clears throat> Who was originally considered to play the role of the bus driver? I'll give you a hint. It's the name of a food. The name of the food? Yes. Yeah. Um, 
It has like meat in it and you put ketchup you can put ketchup on it. Uh Christine Witherspoon? Nine. <laughs> eight. Oh, you said ketchup, seven, so uh six. Um five four three two Baldwin? One. Oh god <laughs> Meatloaf. Fuck you, IMD. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> oh my god this, Oh wow This is really tight on me <laughs> Next question How many school buses Were used for the film that, This is really <laughs> how about, how, Okay how about I give you An A, B, C or Okay D yeah 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 like there, okay. you go, there you go So A One B Two C Five Or D Four since it's Hollywood, I'm guessing around four. Yeah, you were actually right. Oh, it was four. <laughs> nice job. All right, so I'm, I'm gonna on, do I'm gonna do I'm, A, B, and C for this one too, because this is a, kind of like another numbers one. So, okay, so what is the total body count in this film? A, seven, B, twelve, C, thirteen, or D, eleven. Okay, I'm, I'm counting, I'm counting. Okay, <laughs> the three adults in the, in the Ten, school bus, the two nine, kids. Uh, eight, let's see. Seven, six, five, four, eleven. Yep. Oh, nice. My God. Whoa. Woo. That was a close one. Yeah. That was good. Per pressure. <laughs> and you did that under pressure. I'm kind of yes. impressed. Yes. <clears throat> okay, I'll do so. a lot of things under pressure. Fifth and final question. Are you ready? Okay. Okay. What was the alternate title of the film originally going to be? I'll give you a hint. We mentioned it during our uh, recording session. Takes uh, the name that we read off kind of takes place towards the end of the movie. Hmm. I forgot her name. Ten, I, forgot, I forgot. I forgot. Nine, Derry's sister's eight, name. Trish. Trish's seven, revenge. Six. Uh, five. Uh, Trish's comeback. Four, uh, Jeepers three, Creepers dies. Two. Uh, Jeepers one. Creepers is an asshole. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the answer is like a bat out of hell. Oh my! Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. You made me think like it was Trish. No, because I said at the towards the end of the movie, so I was trying to hint like because you you brought up the fact that the sign said bat out of hell, so I was like he'll probably get this if I say it's like at the end of the movie, but I guess not. Yes. So I won the trivia challenge, guys. I got only two questions wrong. Frank got three. So, I mean, it was pretty neck and neck. And like I said, I'm pretty impressed that you got that one question, the total body count. One. 11. Well, I was, th- I was thinking about the, the car that had uh, the bumper sticker. There was two people in and there. And the exterminator guy, too. The exterminator uh-huh. plus the three kids. So I was thinking it's higher than, you know, 10. Which, now that you bring that up, that's not a huge body count for this movie. Like you'd think he'd eat, like he would have gone through half of those kids on that bus during that movie, but he only eats three of them. That's crazy to me. I didn't even think about that until you brought that up. But yeah, but yeah. Anyway, that was the end of our <laughs> shock collar trivia session. <laughs> brought you to, to you by Frank. Again, don't you? Press it one more time. Press. It. Oh my god! <laughs> oh, don't! I'm taking this thing off. <laughs> I'm sorry. I couldn't help myself. Okay. You kind of were. You kind of were begging me to do it. So, you know couldn't i couldn't help myself but um yeah so is there anything else you want to say before we go no i just 
thank you for having me and hopefully you have me for other movies of course yeah because um ask it like talking to people about it like they said that they like really liked you on the episode so they were like he knows what he's talking about like he he really knows how to keep the conversation going so like which is totally a lie i don't (laughs) (laughs) but you did pretty good i came here for the shock the The shocking and horror of it of course but um yeah so thank you so much for being on the episode frank thank you to all the listeners and to all the people that support the podcast and yeah i'm just really grateful for you guys um if you want to check out our instagram page it's we love horror podcast on instagram and we also have an email which is we love we love horror pod at gmail.com you can send us emails there also i wanted to bring up before i went before i go um before we go sorry um i wanted to bring up um my tales from the campfire series that i told you guys about that is coming but um i'm working on a like kind of a cool intro for it so that's kind of taking a lot of time away from getting it done so once that intro is done i'll have the first episode up i already have it recorded i recorded it with my friend kari so look out for that soon guys i'll probably post an update soon and also like if you guys have any um you know horror stories like paranormal stuff that happened to you that's you know real life occurrences email me email me at uh we love horror pod at gmail.com frank is working on emailing his in so still (laughs) still yeah and so um yeah just email me there and uh we also have a twitter which is we love horror pod so yeah go follow me on there and uh i guess we'll see you guys next time all right see ya see you guys (laughs) 